This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday and this edition of Community Connection. Today, I'm very happy to have some people from my church. We have Gary Miller and Sheila Johnson, and they are going to talk about a recent trip that the a team took to Africa. Um, one of the things, if you all remember, if you've been listening for a while, we talk about Children of Promise, and that was with Abby Stockstill, and she's been on a couple times to talk about the Children of Promise, to talk about um, their mission journey in Africa and the different things that they do. And so um, today we kind of have a follow-up to that because we were blessed to be able to send a team to Africa. So welcome, Gary Miller and Sheila Johnson. Hello. 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 Glad to have you here. So, Gary, tell us about you, and, and you can start with the scary Gary, and then we'll work our way through that. Okay, so <laughs> I'll never live that down, will I? Nope. Uh, the kids at church call me Scary Gary for no reason at all, other than I'm just a big burly guy. And they know I love them and they love me. And I've always had that name. And I just enjoy kids and being serving at the church. And mm-hmm. I am retired and now. You are retired. And do you do you sit back and say, how did I ever work with all the things I want to do now? I say it all the time. How did I ever have time to work? I am busier now than I ever was. Mm-hmm. And then Sheila, tell us about you. Um, <laughs> I'm a mom, two boys, um, heavily involved with the PTO here um, in the area where we live. Um, involved with church. <laughs> Yeah, they don't call you scary. She was one of the worship leaders at church, and she's definitely not scary at all. <laughs> and so, again, we, we all go to Community Church of God. It's located right there on Bowman, right off of 74, across from Douglas Park. We've been members for a very long time. Gary, you're probably the eldest and the eldest as far as time in the church. Tell us about Community Church of God. Well, Community Church of God is a uh, based out of the, the 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 Church of God is actually based out of Anderson, Indiana. Just to clarify that, it's a faith movement, and I have been going there for oh probably forty five years. Um, moved back to Danville after Brenda and I got married, and uh, started going to Church of God since she was raised Church of God, and have loved it ever since, and it's just been a wonderful faith journey. We've had a couple of places we've been. We used to have a church on uh, over on English Street, and we decided it was time to move, so we put it up for sale and ended up being in the Y for two years, and then we built where we're at now with the building that we have, and God has just continued to bless us there. And, you know, it's an absolutely amazing facility, especially when I think about, because it was there when I started coming, and I think I've been going there forever. Let me see. Probably, yeah, um, I think I've been there 25-plus years. Um, But it's just a beautiful church, beautiful place to be. And then, of course, Sheila, when did you start coming there? You were a kid. Yeah, I the end of my sixth grade year, so that summer, and I uh, 
it was actually my my older brother who had started going because he was friends with um uh nathan rudge patty rudge's um her oldest son and um we started going and um he was supposed to go on a trip to uh, colorado but he ended up having to work so the youth leader at the time dale peasley said hey why don't you his place so they just kind of threw me in mm-hmm. and um i've been going ever since been involved a long time of course time. i i left and then you know um eventually moved back and uh but it's always been community has always been home Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, let's take our first break and then we'll come back and we'll jump into the topic of Africa. We'll, we will be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Gary Miller and Sheila Johnson with us, and we are talking about Community Church of God and a missions trip that a team took to Africa. Um, Gary, do you want to take the lead in telling us about setting the stage for the trip? Sure. Um, the trip was, we initially, our former youth pastor, Corey, St- Corey Stocksdale, uh, became decided to become a missionary in Africa, and he just was going to Botswana, and a couple of us at the church promised we would come visit him if he was there, and that was five years ago, and this was the two of us, part of this trip started with two of us promising we would come to visit, as well as our missions team at the church helped set up the trip, and then there were seven of us that wanted to go and go visit them, see what Child of Promise was about, see Botswana, see what their ministry was, and see how the missionaries, what they actually do. Okay. And then so you took a trip, and Sheila, this was toward the end of November. Um, do you want to talk about, like, the, the travel or just what the team goals were when you were, were headed there? Um, so the one of the main purposes for us, because this was the first trip for um, Unavut, all of us, this was kind of our initial, and um, so we were kind of the guinea pigs. <laughs> and um, so basically what we were doing was we were going to meet all the people, and one of the things that they had set up for us was um, going to each of the churches and planting a tree for them. And what was the purpose of that? Um, Kind of... <laughs> Gary, I, I can take that one. I can take, yeah, that, can one. take that one. Sure. Uh, the purpose of planting the tree was was one. We planted fruit trees at five churches, and they're all the Church of God's there that Pastor Corey works with, and it was to symbolize or to show the fruit that's bearing from those churches as well as our church, but also a way to tie something that we did with pictures and and tying in with them the association back to our church so that we would be praying for each other and being involved in each other's lives, but mostly to, to show how the church should be bearing fruit. And so that's why we use chose fruit trees. Mm-hmm. Symbolism for sure. Yes. Um, so, the, so the team went over there and uh, let's, let's just talk about, there's a couple different pieces I want to make sure we hit. So let's just start with Children of Promise. Children of Promise, we've had, again, Abby on before, and we had Tebby, one of the workers that's an African uh, 
and she she's in charge of the program. They talked about it. So basically, it's a sponsorship program where you can sponsor a child through Children of Promise. Children of Promise is international as well as nationally here in the States. But uh, the Children of Promise Botswana was the program that we were focusing on. And Gary, I know you have a child. I know I have a child named Montana. We've talked about her. Um, some of the other people have sponsorship. Tell us about your child and why you wanted to be a part of Children of Promise. Well, one, just the good the work that they do and how they help not just the child, but the family itself and how it lifts up the entire family. And so what we do is with our, our gift, it kind of helps them get their education. It helps feed the family some. It, it provides so many different things. But I wanted to meet our child of promise. And just because I wanted that connection to make it even more real than it was. Um, I knew the good it was doing, but after meeting her and seeing and meeting, we met three or four of the the different ones that people at the church are sponsoring. So we got to meet several and just seeing the impact that it has on their lives and with the other kids that are involved, it's just amazing. So um, my husband, Ricky, of course, he went on the trip with you guys, and he was telling me about Montana and some of the different things. And, uh, you know, when you become, when you sponsor a child and you think, oh, this, well, okay, me, I think this is a good thing. We should probably do this. We can afford to do this. You know, let's send our $30 a month or 31 or 32 something like that, a minimal amount. And, you know, when you send that, like, oh, this will be nice. This will, you know, help the child to be able to do some things. But not realizing that 30-some dollars, Gary, that's like when you think about the the family income for the year, I mean, can you do that comparison? Do you remember what the annual income was? I don't remember what the annual income was, but it does make a difference. Yeah. Um, not And, again, not just with the child, but it has an impact on the entire family. And that connection back with somebody that is supporting them and loves them and is praying for them. Mm -hmm. So Mr. Williams is in the other room. I'm going to ask him in a minute because he he had the amount, but it was something very small. When you think about the 30 some dollars going into that family, I mean, here, what would that be? You guys, Sheila, a trip to McDonald's. Would it even pay for that for your family? Yeah. I mean, Barely. <laughs> or, or or anywhere. You know, I, I just say McDonald's because that's my favorite place to run to. Um, but when you think about that, but when you when you take that that 30 some dollars and you put it in a country like Africa and Botswana, I mean, it really it really I, I just couldn't believe uh, again. I, I thought it was impactful, but I never realized how impactful. Mm hmm. Right, Gary, when you're sending that money, did you did you even really think about it before you went there? No, no, no. Other than I knew it was helpful. We'd seen the presentation and we had the tie with Corey and Abby, but I didn't realize just how much it would impact them and how much it would mean, especially having gotten to meet my child of promise. Mm -hmm. Well, tell me more about her. She is about 10 years old. She is in school. She wants to be a teacher. So she's hoping to study and become a teacher and teach. She loves to play football or soccer and also netball, which is something that I had never heard of before. But netball's like basketball, but there's no backboard and you the, the rim is in a circle and you're, there's no backboard. But those are her two favorite things. 
and we took I took her a frisbee, and she loved playing frisbee and throwing frisbee with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, were you able to meet her family as well? I was not able to meet the family, but we got to meet her with uh, an interpreter, and it was nice because we had an interpreter to to help. And we talked, and I got to talk to her about her family, my family, and, you know, she has a brother. And so it was very interesting. And where she's from, they are, their main source of income is weaving baskets. And they are the most beautiful baskets and plates and things. And and, And that's one of the things that they do at that church. What surprised you about her? How quick she was, and she understood English. And how she would respond. She was very shy. But once we got to talking and playing a little bit, the smile on her face would melt you. When she would smile at you, it just melted you. Mm-hmm. Good information. Well, hey, let's take our first break. And then when we come back, Sheila, I want you to think about um, some of the different sites that you saw and maybe the safari. And we'll talk about that. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. Today we have Gary Miller and Sheila Johnson with us. They are with Community Church of God. That's the same church that I go to on Bowman right across from Douglas Park. And we had a team take a uh, missions trip to Botswana, Africa. And uh, one of the programs that that runs there is Children of Promise. And so a couple of us sponsored children there. And I know that they do still have uh, kids on the list. So if you go to Children of Promise Botswana, you can look that up and see other children on the on the list. Um, but anyways, Gary and Sheila are here and sharing with us about the trip. So Sheila, talk about some of the sites. Um, there's well, so Africa just in general is one of those you have to go. To, to understand um, the places we went, <laughs> they <clears throat> they drive on the opposite side, so we had to get used to that. <laughs> um, the f- the first time we got in the vehicle, um, almost got it. Well, you know, you're used to getting into what's the passenger side, but that's not the passenger side. That's the driver's side. <laughs> so. Um, after getting used to being there, coming home <laughs> and trying to get into the other side, like it didn't take very long to get back to to that. But um, it was still it was still kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. But there are a lot of animals that roam around, uh, a lot of cows and horses and goats. Uh, some of the places we went, there were a lot of chickens that were um, roaming around. <laughs> and we went to this one restaurant, and um, we laughed because it was called the Dusty Donkey. You don't <laughs> see any donkeys there. You see chickens and dogs. <laughs> They're just kind of walking in, around. Inside the restaurant. In the restaurant, yeah. Oh, like, oh. I literally had chickens. I, I literally had chickens walking around um, near my feet. While I'm sitting there trying to have breakfast. 
<laughs> Thank you for the eggs, chickens. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so the dusty donkey so uh gary talk about some of the different foods that that you all tried and that was different from here oh my uh very english pointed food like english mm -hmm. breakfast was common uh croissants that type of thing but we went a couple of times to different restaurants where we had local fare like you may have had uh impala or wildebeest or some other animal that was uh, uh, our zebra you could have had or you could have had pizza if you wanted so if you're an adventuresome eater you could try a little bit of a lot of different things uh the food was very very much english oriented uh because they were a protectorate uh, the the british were a protectorate of them they were never colonized but they were a protectorate so there's a big english influence so almost everybody in the country will speak some english as well as Setswan. Um, so I, uh, Rick just walked by and I said, hey, what was that salary? So $7,500 is the typical annual salary for a family living in Botswana, $7,500. So, you know, Gary, you think about it. So you're good at math. 30, say 30 bucks times 12 is what? Well, that's about 360. Yeah, so $360. So you can see what an impact that really does make. And when it talks about is providing help for them to go to school and providing help with food, it really is doing that. And and that is, is if one person in the family is gainfully employed, which sometimes there isn't. They're just little side. Uh, a lot of people do what we here would call a side gig. Mm -hmm. They may have a little side business where they raise some chickens and sell the eggs or they do this or they do that. And some of them, are, not everybody's employed. Mound is where we, where we were at and where Pastor Corey is located is uh, about 50,000 people, but it's a very tour tourist-based economy there. And a lot of people have moved there. So there's a lot of unemployment also because mo a lot of people have moved there, but there isn't that many as many jobs as people think because it's purely tourist-based. Yep. Um, so I'd asked Tebby that when she was talking about the, you know, like the education's pretty good as far as being able to to get an education, but the the jobs are low because, uh, you know, there, there are so few jobs. So that's why poverty, because I was trying to put the two and two together, you know, why, why that would be. Um, so very interesting, and it's interesting to go and see and you know, just a different way of life. And Sheila, I know that you experienced some different things. Um, what sticks out to you about uh, just things that happen there? Safari. <laughs> it's probably my... Okay. Um, that's probably my most memorable. Um, just being out in the wild and seeing the animals. I mean, you, you see pictures and uh, you go to a zoo and you see these animals, you know, in cages and stuff, but to see them actually in the wild is just, it's amazing. Um, we, we were really close to a lion and um, elephants. We have one that kind of got in our way and we had to wait for it to get out so that we can move. Um, we saw was a leopard up in the tree. I mean, it's just, and then you also see a lot of, um, what you don't hear about is some of the damage that the elephants do. And so you see a lot of that as you're driving along too. Mm. But um, just 
seen everything and it's amazing. <laughs> it's just, it's hard to describe because it's one of those, you know, you have to see it um, to really um, understand. <laughs> Gary, what stands out to you? For me, it was meeting the people and going to the churches and there's a, they honor the older, the older people. There's this big thing of they have a place of respect and whenever, and they, you have, they're very friendly. You have to greet everybody when you come and leave. And they usually put like, they'll put one hand on one forearm and reach their hand out as they shake your hand when they greet you. And that's a way of that they do to kind of show this respect and fellowship and lovingness. And, and so it's a process of coming in, of meeting everyone when you get there. And when you're leaving, you have to greet, you know, everybody greets everybody. And then just church is done a little different than us. It is a joyous, rambunctious time of singing and praising and loving. Mm hmm Yep, uh, definitely different. You know, I, I think uh, at, at least in our church and a lot of the churches around here, when you when you come to church, it can be subdued and and more formal, or I don't know if that's the right word, but more subdued definitely compared mm -hmm. to what we've seen uh, when we've heard about how the churches are in Africa. I mean, a lot of praise and worship, right, Sheila? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The answer. Um, Three hours. Yep. They spent about three hours where we're about an hour and um, all together. And they spent a lot of time singing and pra praising. Mm -hmm. Just, it is very joyous. And um, they even get up and they have an area where they dance mm -hmm. and they just, they have a good time. And mm -hmm. it, was, it was really cool to see and just, it makes you smile watching them too. Yeah, definitely. So Gary, when you think about missions trips, mission trips in general, I mean, we're speaking to a pretty broad audience here. Would you recommend it? Would you not recommend it? What would you say to people in general? Um, I think it's something people should experience. Me having been to Haiti multiple times and experiencing that and experiencing the people and the kids at the orphanage going here. I think it gives you a more realistic ex of what happens and it helps you then to see the importance of supporting missions. And some of my time was just speaking with Pastor Corey and Abby and talking about their lives there, but also what they left behind and what it means for them and how, how much of a sacrifice it has been from them. They don't see it as a sacrifice, but what it has taken and what they've had to deal with. Definitely. Well, anything else either of you would like to add? If you get a chance to go, go. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. You know, if you're having to uh, pray about it. And uh, if uh, that's where God is leading you, don't hesitate. Just do it. And, and I would say if, if, if you get a chance to listen to a missionary, if they come to your church, play, pay close attention. And hear what they have to say. Don't shut them out. And then ask questions. Inquire them what it's like for them and what impact it's had and, and where you can learn so much from them. Good information. So um, your, your top three things about Africa, if you had to think like 
highlight highlight. So Sheila Safari was already one of yours. Gary, your top Safari. three. Sheila, you can think of yours. My top three would be meeting the people, meeting my child of promise, and the safari. Sheila? Safari, meeting the people, and the food. <laughs> Good information. All right. So, uh, audience, uh, the program that we're talking about is called Children of Promise. Again, you can look up childrenofpromise.global if you're looking it up on the Internet. You can see that there are children that still need to be sponsored. Botswana might not, might not be your country of choice. Um, you have lots of different opportunities that you can pick. But, um, again, we do have some Children of Promise from Botswana being sponsored here. So that's kind of a cool connection, I think. We will be back in the morning with another show. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. And, you know, I have to throw this out. We are at Community Church of God. We're right there on Bowman across from Douglas Park, right off 74. I think the address is 535 Bowman. And you're, you're invited there any Sunday morning at 10. So there's my, there's my plug. It's not shameless. That's my plug. All right. Gary and Sheila, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Audience, we'll be back in the morning. See you then. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.